Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Awe by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about uh, the new Netflix movie, Don't Look Up, by director Adam McKay. Yep. We, uh, we <laughs> love talking about Adam McKay's movies on this, uh, on this show. They tend to get nominated for Oscars. They're pretty good, usually. He's, he's got a real distinct style, that's for sure. He sure did. I still forget that he did Step Brothers. Did he direct Step Brothers? Yeah. Um... And the other one, the the bad... The, Talladega uh, Nights. And yeah, Talladega Nights, yes. I think Anchorman as well. Like, maybe not Anchorman. No. So, some, something to do with Anchorman. Um, he he's also produces a lot of stuff, too. Yes. Um, um, I'm just going to make the one sure. With, he did the, the other with, guys. Uh, Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah, the other guys, right? Isn't That's that with um, Mark Wahlberg. That one. The other one. <laughs> He's made a lot of things, okay? Like, definitely has done a lot of things as a producer and as a director and has his own distinct style when he is the, you know, main writer and director and editor of things. So, um, you know, there's a lot. There's the big short. There's Vice. There's even Ant-Man. He's just done a lot of things. And, um, I, uh, yeah, he did do Anchorman as well. So I, I also, you know, we did critically talk about Vice, so we'll probably be comparing this movie to Vice and also to The Big Short because they are his kind of more distinctive style. Uh, yeah, and and stylistically, they're probably more similar, and and kind of on the on the topics that he likes to discuss. Like he he likes to make fun of people. Mm-hmm. Um, his his movies can be very like, um, I guess um, satirical in a way. Um, Definitely, this one is, is a satire for sure. Yes, this one for sure. Because um, the Big Short and Vice were both based on pretty much true events. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. And, um, and, and this one was very similar. I mean, he's definitely making fun of, making fun of us people. <laughs> rightfully so, um, you know. Rightfully so. Because um, uh, we deserve it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I actually, I, I was, I was scared to watch this movie because, Adam McKay, because based off of watching The Big Short and and Vice, I thought that, you know, in a way that this movie was going to be about something that's happening that we're obviously overlooking or something that America has fucked up on. Like, 
Like, so that that was my worry when watching this because I was like, oh, is there going to be like a level of truth to this movie? And there is, there definitely is. But <laughs> yeah. this situation is is fictionalized, but it's satirized to how we would actually react to a situation like this. Um, and it's very, it's, it's very funny. I actually enjoyed watching this movie. Um, I was afraid to watch it, but I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, from the moment it began, we all know the premise. There's a giant meteor hurling towards Earth, and this is how the humans on Earth are going to respond to it. Not in the collective uh, mindset of the movie Arrival, but instead just squabbling around like idiots until this thing comes and destroys us all. Um, And so I knew that from the very beginning, and you know that from the opening scene where jennifer lawrence's character finds this meteor um you know that it's just the general idea that it's going to be coming towards earth and so to me it was like very very anxiety inducing because i knew that this was going to be happening and i just have this like disaster movies are not i just i see the appeal of them but like personally they're just so hard to swallow sometimes and this one was probably the most anxiety inducing one because it felt so real you know it's not like independence day where these aliens are coming and it looks ridiculous or even like we watched also like um san andreas that was also ridiculous so like Yes. This this yes. was like so much more realistic in a lot of ways, and it, it just felt so like uncomfortable. It was it was frustrating <laughs> yeah. and uncomfortable because yes, this is a fictional situation, but it, this is exactly how we would react, um, <laughs> right? To this, and it was hilarious, but it was so frustratingly accurate (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the hilarity was really obvious like truly the characters were all just funny people every single one of them uh were just really quirky and the actors really do a great job and they're just so funny in their weird ways you know some funnier than others but they just do such a good job playing these very like satirical characters um, every single one of them, like all, the whole cast, is amazing. Yeah, it, it felt very like Parks and Rec, like just every <laughs> dumb person yes. you can think of that that <laughs> lives on this planet, um, and yeah. what you don't want them to do, like they do, <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, I. I really liked it. Like, I can see myself maybe watching. Like, like out of like, I'm not a huge fan of disaster movies either. But this one was like, I just I really saw the humor in it, and I could maybe see myself watching this movie again. Um, <laughs> it was so like, painful to me. Like, I literally had a dream two days ago about like something destroying the earth. Like, I have yeah. these these nightmares sometimes that are like that. And so this movie really? was like visualizing something that could possibly happen that these, you know, I have like dreams about 
bombs and nuclear bombs and like tsunamis and yes like i swear to god swear to god so like watching this movie so scary (laughs) you have do you have nightmares like i have never had a nightmare like i've i think the most like disaster a nightmare I've had is like I was at a water park and like one of the water slides like or, or one of the water rides like broke and like just like a wave of water like just fell over like no I think I might have had a dream where I was on an island it's it's all water related I think I had a dream like yes. I definitely had a dream about about the water ride uh breaking and the water like crashing over all of us I think I've also had another dream where I was on an island and like a and just like a like a huge like tidal wave was heading towards the beach and 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 I was I was trying to get someone like family members or something or maybe it was Kimmy and I I was like I was trying to get us up to a higher to a higher place I I've definitely had a dream like that right it's mostly been water though maybe I have a fear of water to me it's like human human made things like that's very scary too that's yeah scary. so like to me or like <laughs> you know, getting shot or somebody that I love dying. That that happens so much in my dreams. Like when I have I definitely a had a dream, dream where where I've been shot. I've been shot protecting someone. Oh my like, God. <laughs> yeah. I've well, I've thrown my body in front of someone in my dreams and taken the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's very admirable. <laughs> Only in my dreams. <laughs> right. Um but that's what I'm saying. Like this movie was so I was just anxious the whole time. I mean, I did laugh a lot. I thought it was very funny, um, especially Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill. They were oh hilarious. My I mean, just Jonah Hill. every time they were on screen, I was oh. laughing every single time. They he were so, so good. Also, Kate Blanchett was, so was also yes. very funny. <laughs> Kate Blanchett was so good. With her, like, fake teeth and just... Yes, the, her teeth oh. were so... Oh, we're so scary. Oh, God, <laughs> her were, mouth. Her, yeah, her like, mouth was her everything was terrifying. Yes. So, um, oh, my gosh. You know, they're just... But definitely Jonah Hill was a big plus in this movie. He apparently was very... He kind of, like, improvised a lot of his his lines and stuff, apparently. It like, sounded they, like it. They just, like, let him go for it. And it was... <laughs> So funny. I think I think my roommate Casey had said that they uh, had seen an interview or something with Jonah Hill, and he had said like, you know, think about my character, um, think of Firefest, but as a as a human. <laughs> <laughs> That's how oh. he said to think about his character. Oh, and, that was. And so I funny. heard that before starting the movie, so I was like, "Yep, this is that." So, I. I don't think I watched the trailer for this, so I didn't really know what it was about. I knew it was, like, environment-related. Um, so I thought it was, like, just, uh, like, one of those movies to talk about, like, global warming or something. Or, or like, our, well, it our is. environment, like, breaking down. Not, like, a <laughs> comet heading towards a planet. I thought right. it was about... I thought it was me about that. Um, so that's why I was scared to watch it. Because I'm already terrified about global warming and how our planet's going to die, basically. Well, um, that's the thing. The metaphor is that the comet is basically us destroying our planet slowly. Yes. And every see, yes. person sure. has said that this is going to happen and this is what's going to happen to us if we don't do anything about it and we haven't done enough. So this is like exactly the kind of scenario in which the Earth gets warmer and warmer and things die and it's horrible. 
and that is our future. Yes. <laughs> so it's yes. it's true and it's real and all of the like, I don't believe in this and all you have to do is just ignore it is kind of the p- purpose of the movie. <laughs> yes, let's let's break down Let's kind of break down, like, kind of how this how this movie went along. Um, so we have we have Jennifer Lawrence's character, Kate, right? Yeah. Um, Kate sees the comet. She's very excited about it. They they get the other scientists in. They figure that it's they figure out it's going to hit Earth. Um, they take it to the president. The president doesn't listen. They're like, oh, whatever. It's it's a hoax, or you know, whatever. It's not actually going to hit Earth. Um, doesn't take it seriously. Um, and they try to go the other route of like just bringing it straight to media. And Kate Blanchett's show is just like looking at everything positively and like talking about the positive side of news, like yeah. never really talking about like like important news. Um, so it's all just kind of brushed over. But then it's like it's it's kind of once once the story kind of gets out and people are taking it more seriously, it looks like things are heading towards a positive light. Um, but then every like oh my gosh when when the when the first um trip when the first launch like just gets 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 stopped oh my because, god yeah it gets turned because, around it's it so... gets turned like it, they just they shut it down like they've launched they're launching they're gonna they're gonna go blow up the comet and possibly save the earth like it's like we're we're doing it we're here we've worked <laughs> hard we're gonna blow up this comet and we're gonna save the planet but it gets it gets put to a to a stop because there's a mineral. I, I jokingly because we watched Avatar recently um, in my house, so I said and I was I was describing to Raymond how how like what he missed because he started he was out there with us watching it in the beginning and he was like this is stupid and he leaves. Um, what? And when he comes back, I was like I was like there was unobtainium on the comet. There Raymond. was yes, just like an <laughs> Avatar. Yes. <laughs> unobtainium on this comet um so you could so they couldn't destroy it you need you need those men the rich people need the minerals um people and, are oh being God. selfish just, the whole time the whole movie oh my right? gosh and then the whole then the whole the comet's not real people people are for and against the, the comet brings us jobs like i was just i by that point i was just laughing i was like Oh my! And I couldn't look away. I was like, it was such a disaster uh-huh. that I couldn't look away from. It was mesmerizing. It was it was so hypnotic, Alessandra. Well, the you know the editing <laughs> is also really good, which I was gonna say is a big plus of Adam McKay's movies. He really just loves to just throw things in there. So he showed us a lot about Earth, which I felt like in Vice there was too much editing, and I felt like in this movie there was just enough, like. It wasn't um, mm. overwhelming. There's a lot of juxtaposition between certain scenes. Um, like, he'll flip between different um, ways that people are reacting to things and stuff. Um, I'm trying yeah. to remember exactly what one was. But basically, it was just like, this is how these people are dealing with it. And then it will just, like, go between, like, the, the scientists and then what they're doing. Um, but every single person in this then this movie has like such a selfish attitude towards this comet and everything that's related to it. Even our main characters, um, especially Dr. Randall Mindy, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, he go he c- 
kind of goes astray as well by like starting yeah, to he date. uses it to just kind of be to get famous and to be popular like yeah you know just... he's known as he's known as the what do they call him like they called him like the scientist i'd like to fuck or something yeah like, exactly they called him a sylph yeah um, which and... is just i mean it's crazy it's a crazy like it just shows how like power gets people's heads when they're like getting supported by other powerful people um yeah you know and then eventually he comes back to his family but yeah you know and how when the when the corporations take over like when um uh what's what's this actor's name the guy that plays um peter is that his name oh peter? yeah isherwell mark peter rylance Urshwell. yes yes mark rylance uh, mark rylance's character he takes over the the project the the expedition so that he can mine the the comet um but the scientists that he's using, none of their stuff has been, like, peer-reviewed, so they don't know if it'll actually work, and of course it doesn't, um, and the comet ends up hitting Earth, and, um, and it's just, oh, it was so fun. I loved when Jennifer Lawrence kept bringing up the snacks, like, yeah. having them pay for the snacks. <laughs> just like, she just was like, I can't believe that like, he made us pay, it like, a power move? $10. Like, when she yes. brought it up. So she many times. Up the, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh my gosh! And Timothy's character was hilarious. Yeah, was my favorite. <laughs> well, just, of course, I was, I was waiting like, oh for God. him. I was waiting for him. He Timothy's came... best work. Timothy's best work was in this movie. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. He doesn't show up till more than halfway through the movie, and yeah. gosh, that made me so sad because I was just waiting for him. I was really hoping he'd be more in this movie. Um, but oh, the, but it was it know. was the buildup. It was the buildup we needed, Alessandra. I like, know. Just, just I when know. I love when him. he showed up on the screen, just delivering those those Oscar winning lines. <laughs> like I just, it was so, it was so funny. I yeah. love everything he said. Oh god. Well, you know, of course, oh, I was, was relieved. So I mean, just the whole cast is really good. Even Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi as well. Like this kind of like power like pop couple and then she writes yes. that song at the end and she like is the comet and she's like flying on stage and she sings that song yes. about how we're all I gonna saved die. that song to my Spotify because <laughs> I loved it. I loved that song. And the and the Bonnie Vare song. Uh-huh. Um uh was really good too. I, I saved both of them to my Spotify. I just um, can't I can't, I just the tr- this movie was again too traumatizing for me to like it it was just scary like it was it was ha- to me it was half horror half comedy like that's how that's how frightening this movie was to me it it was like it really was but i i don't know why it what it like like when i was i was very nervous and very anxious like starting this movie and then once i kind of saw how it was going i just I just had to laugh. Like, I had to. And yeah, now I just yeah. kind of look at it in just, like, a positive way. <laughs> That's like, good. I, do, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, it just, like, and and I'm very scared about our planet. Right, I and know. How, I'm just and surprised. And how we're Like, that... I'm, I'm, like, when all those wildfires were happening, like, last year, mm-hmm. and they were just, just, all I saw was just burning planet all over my Instagram, I had, like, a panic attack, like, every day. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like, so I don't know why this didn't affect me. Like, and, and, you know, Casey and I were watching it together, me and my roommate were, and, um, and we were just like, what would you be doing in this situation? And I just kept saying, I'd, I'd be crying. Like, I'd just be crying. 
Well, that's like, what I, Kate does in the beginning of the movie. She's just like crying yeah. all the time. And then she kind of comes to, uh, after they, they, they try and fail to send more nuclear stuff up to space and Russia and China don't make it. They just are like, okay, well, now they resign themselves to the fact that they're all going to die which yeah the is... the scene that i could not watch like uh-huh. I, well, I watched it obviously but like the scene that really got me was was at the very end when like the table was shaking and oh, i was like dude the was whole like, end. i couldn't the whole ending. i couldn't be i couldn't be sitting there like laughing around the table like with them like i would be somewhere having having a full-blown like panic attack before before well, that's like, the a, thing they eventually just getting killed they were all frightened and that's why the end is so good it's such a it's it was such really a good. well done ending it really to me like really legitimized this movie like the yeah. whole end was so scary like just to me like the idea that they go to the grocery store it's the last day on earth they go to the grocery store they get what they need they are trying to have conversations they 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 see each other. They have a nice family dinner. They're just complimenting everything. They're trying to be so grateful for everything that they've had. And just the they're trying to talk to each other. And, and they're talking about instant coffee. And then the, the speech that, you know, Timmy makes, the, like, prayer before they eat and everything yeah, is really prayer. good. And then he, yeah. like, Leonardo DiCaprio says, like, in the end, like, the last line is we really did have everything didn't we or something like that and mm-hmm. it's just so yeah. poignant and like so well done at the end with the the gravity of that situation um it's a really really good ending to just this crazy anxiety driven movie which again yeah. has been playing over and over in my mind is just like just the most horrible thing I can think about ever happening. It's just so yeah. incredibly horrific, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. It's just it's so much. But uh, so there's a lot of criticism with this movie and people are like, well, I just didn't think it was like necessary to be so satirical or there's the acting is a little bit too over the top or too crazy. Um, but what did you think? Um, I mean, I don't think, I, I definitely thought it was very satirical, but I also thought it was very realistic too. Like, I mean, you know, Ariana and, and her, like her character and her, you know, boyfriend breaking up and everyone being like so sad about it. And then when they, you know, get proposed, like that is something that definitely happens. Like mm-hmm. it's just everything that happened in this movie is like, I, I guess, I guess that's how I see it. I don't see it as as being overly satirical because i think it was extremely realistic like i don't <laughs> think it was satirical at all uh-huh. like um obviously it was but like but just the fact that we've seen all of this stuff play out like mm-hmm. with like with the hats that looked like the trump hats yeah and yeah that and the the nation being completely divided by something really like ridiculous like there's obviously a side that you should be on and a side that you shouldn't be on and because the other side just doesn't make any sense like it just it it was all it was all very real <laughs> to me <laughs> um so i didn't think it was all that satirical because i feel like i've seen 
all of these different situations that have happened in yeah. in the world that we live in today, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's I thought it was I thought it was perfect. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the the whole perfect. technology, especially the aspect that this guy was like, we can save the Earth with this technology that is not going to work. Um, and then they fly off yeah. in a ship, you know, to, to space, deep space. And they have like cryo yeah. chambers and um yeah and the call the call that that dr randall gets like like uh from the president she's like you know we have a ship we're leaving the planet now you can you can you can bring one person with you and like he's like of course you have a fucking ship like of course you have a fucking ship she forgot to get her son she just forgot him yeah she forgot to get her son yeah she forgot him and and the fact that and the fact that um peter peter uh isherwell um my, Mark Rylance's character was like paying countries to be mm-hmm. like, okay, this this piece of the comet's going to land near you. You're probably yeah. going to get some, probably going to get some high tides. We're going to yeah. pay you for the damage. Like the fact that that was, like, just you had to listen to all the little things happening because it's completely stuff that could happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, oh I did gosh. like the the Mark Rylance's character was like he told. Um, Dr. Uh, Mindy that he was going to die alone and he didn't die alone. Mm-hmm. He died with all of That's his true. family he and friends. That's true, he didn't die alone. But he did also tell, um, he told uh, Meryl Streep, the, the president. president, that she was going to die from this like Like thing. a bronze rock or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then she gets like, at the end, they're all naked and they're on this random island, like this random planet being like idiots yeah. and like going up to the things on this planet and then she just gets eaten and it's yeah, just her, like her face her face gets eaten by this this carnivorous bird because <laughs> they're um, a bunch of idiots that got sent off to i guess become the new human race but it's like yeah essentially. what i mean like these are the idiots of the earth <laughs> yeah they are and then did you did you see the end end credit scene no, what what was that? Oh, so back on Earth, there it, it goes back to Earth, and there was there was a pile of of rubble, and and Jonah Hill lives. Jonah Hill is the last <gasps> man on Earth. But the, oh my God, that's so silly. <laughs> he turns. He like he he attempts to turn on his phone and start like a live stream, and he's like. He's like, hey, subscribers, last night oh on God. Earth. I am looking. I'm doing this right now. I'm literally at my That's computer. That's what he does. I'm going to open this up. I <laughs> cannot. Have I have right. to you see have it. To, you have to watch it right now. It was I'm just. doing it. Oh, it was so magical. Okay. It was. Oh, my God. I just. He's so funny. He's so silly. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here's the end of the movie. Okay, so I see the the destruction. Oh, here he is. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he's like coming out of this rubble pile. Yeah. With his briefcase. Oh my god. Mom. <laughs> oh my god. How is there anybody? What's up, y'all? <laughs> they totally <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe if you out here oh god 
That's good. They totally just let him, uh, just let him go. They, Adam McKay they was like, dude, just go. Well, also, Jennifer Lawrence said it was really hard to film with him. And and it's because she, he's so funny that she couldn't, she was like breaking. Oh, with Jonah Hill? Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Oh my gosh. He was so funny. Oh my goodness. And oh my gosh, Ron Perlman's character. We need to just, we need to just talk about for a second oh my gosh like old like american kind of dude like like yeah like military guy i think Mm -hmm. i think is what he was kind of supposed to be um and they just be america's hero (laughs) girl streep like kept like saying how handsome he was and just like (laughs) yes it's like got a great body right sure but she so what i loved about the fact that she was like interested in the whole comet thing was only because she wanted to sweep under the rug her uh pick for justice her yeah yeah who she had been sleeping with and it was just like this really like right wing yeah guy she needed to to sweep the scandal under a rug and and get her polls back up because they were heading towards another election and oh my god it just was oh man man. it's 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 it's, i'm glad you liked it i'm really glad that you enjoyed it um i i also enjoyed it but like again it was just really it was really anxiety ridden for me but um yeah i mean i I must have just sat down to watch it at a good time like i just really i wasn't feeling too anxious or something because yeah that's true don't even i also don't know how i could have started the movie because i i was reluctant to watch it like when i was like oh i have to watch this movie tonight and i did and then and i just was super anxious during the first like 30 minutes to an hour and then something just completely and then it it just flipped like and then i was just relaxed and laughing for the rest of it like i don't (laughs) know what happened um it's adam mckay's like special touch was not (laughs) he like he does that to you he knows how to like get in there and make you comfortable and that's he's a good director i i really do think that this is one of his best movies um for sure you know i think i think i enjoyed this movie more than like vice or the big short because like Mm -hmm. even though i did like the big short those they just they talked about stuff that i wasn't too like knowledgeable of yeah and a lot of their stuff just like a lot of the jokes and a lot of like the cleverness just kind of like went over my head a lot like and they weren't like the easiest for me to follow yeah um like this was this was so easy for me to follow and like and i and every reference that was brought up like i understood Mm -hmm. unfortunately (laughs) but like right but like it's this was a smart movie yeah yeah it was also a smart movie like it was very and i and i just it was it was a lot more enjoyable to watch. Like, like probably after this, I'd probably say that I liked um, the Big Short next. Um, then, then probably Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Favorite character really... by far though was was Timothy. Oh yeah, he was the best. Yule. He is just. Yule. I mean, I love Timmy. <laughs> I you, you guys know. I don't want to even. I can't even rave about him. I don't think this is his best performance, but he is a very good actor. No, it's definitely not. But it it was he just was he was the best part. 
He's, he's just everything a, he said. He was so quotable. Like I want to use some <laughs> of the stuff that he said, like like in TikToks. Like yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> use something and use like the I fucking love fingerling potatoes. Like, I, I know. Really, I know. Like I want to use that for something. And like and oh my god, I was laughing so hard when he walked into the house and he was like. He was like, hey, I'm Firepulse142 on, twi- on Twitch. On oh, Twitch, you game? Like, you game? I, yeah. <laughs> and Casey and I were both laughing when we first we first saw him, when um, when Kate was working in that convenience store. Yeah. And, um, the and he was checking he was out. Using. And when he walks up to the, when he walks up the cash register and goes, he goes like, I like to, like, he says that weird voice. It's in a yeah. really weird voice. He just goes like, oh, I might like to buy these sunglasses. <laughs> he yeah. says it like a like a really weird way. Casey and I were just laughing for like five minutes. Like, what did he do? So glad he, he can so do comedy, funny. really. I mean, it's great. He was so funny. And I loved, like, Jennifer Lawrence was so funny. Like, when she was like, well, I guess my boyfriend just dumped me and her, her boyfriend such an asshole. Oh, he was like, um, he freaked out about it for two seconds and then he realized he could make a lot of money out of it. So then he just, he decided yeah. to, to do that, um, which is yeah. pretty fucked up, but. Um, yeah, the one of the quotes on here is from Kate says, you guys, the truth is way more depressing. They're not even as smart enough to be as evil as you're giving them credit for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good line. That's yeah. a really good line. Um, so good. So I'm just going to look through some some trivia here. It says Jennifer Lawrence filmed most of her scenes with a broken tooth. And due to restrictions what? in place during COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic, she could not get it fixed. The missing tooth was added in post-production. <laughs> oh, my god! They filmed in Boston, which I don't remember if you remember this, but I sent in a headshot for to be an extra in this movie, and I was uh, never called, but I tried. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, and they filmed it like... They filmed some scenes down pretty close to me, but um, I, of course I missed them because I just didn't. It's it's like you can't really know when things are getting filmed. You kind of just have to be like, oh, on the day of, somebody says that they're there and then you go there. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't get to, but I was like trying to look for Boston scenes in this movie. And so I saw some when they were walking down the street, when they're at the train, when, you know, there was a lot of things that I saw. And I was like, oh, there's Boston. There's Boston. So that was pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, of course, I was just, I just tried to, I tried to stick it out so I could see Timmy, but I did not. <laughs> yeah. Never saw Timmy. No, I did not. I would have uh, uh, loved to see him, but it was shot during the pandemic. It was shot like at the end of 2020 here we go jonah hill said that his notion of his character was if fire festival was a person there we go it says it right here in the trivia perfect (laughs) love it Uh, so many crazy things that people said like when jonah hill was like if she wasn't my mother which is a, a reference to what trump said about his own daughter if if she weren't my daughter perhaps i'd be dating her Yes. yes which is it's just yes. it's a line that is so it's so incredibly ridiculous to, to hear that coming out of somebody's mouth and it actually came out of somebody 
somebody who was the president's mouse. And it's just like, <sighs> that's why this movie. <laughs> that's something that happened. <laughs> but I, uh, I couldn't help just laugh. I like, oh, it's man, funny. I it's just, funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else interesting in the trivia. Um, this is the second time Meryl Streep has played a character with the last name of Orlean. She played Susan Orlean in Adaptation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, did you notice Chris Evans's cameo? Yes, 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 I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. It was, was so, so good. I was like, I oh we saw him God. on the screen, and I turned to Dan, and I was like, "That's Chris Evans," and he didn't even realize I was it. Like, yeah, when we saw him, we were like, "We're like, Chris, what are you doing here?" <laughs> like, it was so, oh, it was such a lovely surprise. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's see. Let's look at these plot keywords. Um. Uh, we've got meteorite. Asteroid, meteor, comet, comet hitting Earth. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's what this movie's about. Like, oh, man, this this movie was like, was like, um, I already said Parks and Rec, but it also kind of felt like just like a really bad reality TV show, mm-hmm. like just of, of just of, of like the Kardashians, like of just some some stupidly rich people yeah like just doing just doing ridiculous things like it just it was everything it It was everything i wanted it was very melancholy of course the ending because everybody died but it was like to me it was very um good that it was like a disaster movie where they didn't succeed because of our own stupidity but it really reminded me of so there's a song in bo burnham's inside um, and I just thought that this movie really had like a very similar vibe to it. Um, mm-hmm. because Bo Burnham's really funny as well. And it's called, um, yeah. uh, that funny feeling. And it's just like so incredibly sad, but also funny at the same time. Um, yeah. so if you haven't listened to that, everybody go, go check it out. It's really good. Yeah, as well as as well as well as the other songs uh, from from Inside, they're all definitely so good. I I'm I like, always listen to some sometimes. Like if I'm just opening up Spotify, I'll just quickly throw them in my queue of whatever I'm listening to lately. It's just been my my cringy teen music playlist that I made. <laughs> um, I've just been listening to that nonstop. But I'll throw in some Bo Burnham songs in there, like what I just want to mix it up, and I'll always put on some songs from Inside. Um, I love the, I love it. I listen to it all the time. It's so good. They're so good. Okay, um, but let's uh let's get to this meta score. So it got a forty nine. Forty nine. Mm-hmm. Which which I'm sad about because <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> right, like I said, I think a lot of people did think it was a bit too brash. So why don't you much go... much like Adam McKay's other movies, other movies? People, people <laughs> like I mean the the Big Short got um I, I got like a got a pretty high meta score. I thought it was like in. It was in the green. It was in the green at least. I don't know how high it was, but I it was at least in the green. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Vice was pretty similar. People like were very mixed. Either really liked it or really hated it. Yeah, um, totally. People it thought was, it was crap. It was, People thought it was shit. And I'm like, is it really that? It's probably not that. 
Yeah. I feel like you're so being got, very got dramatic got about Metacritic this. open. Um, there's 14 positive reviews, 29 mixed reviews, and seven negative reviews. So okay, you gotta pick pick which negative review you like. The lowest one is a 20, oh. but... Uh... Oh, you you know it. You know it. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, which one? Uh, ooh. Uh... I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we have to read the lowest one. Always have to. Um, the Rap gave it a 20. A film with all the right things to say about how government, the media, the corporations ignore the emerging disaster of climate change, but couched within a satire so lumbering that it's enough to turn a tree hugger into a pro fracker. Um, what? No, Is it? but okay. I, I just... <laughs> No absolutely not alonzo but okay whatever you say <laughs> i feel like that's in a sense it could be because it's so effective that it's like it makes you just want to give up i guess that could be that could be what it is <laughs> i mean yeah i've uh, after watching i think that's what happened like halfway through this movie i gave up exactly you became <laughs> You've resigned to the concept and the idea that we're all going to die because of climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Which exactly. is the saddest thing ever because that's the point is that we, we just I mean, cannot... And I will never give up. That is, right. That I'm way too afraid. I'm way too afraid of 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 death and, and what could possibly happen to our planet to, to ever stop. But, um, Well, that's yeah, exactly I mean, what Leonardo DiCaprio thinks. <laughs> Yep. That's why he was in this movie. That guy has been vying for environmental change for 20 years. So. (sighs) It's a a thankless job. (laughs) Thankless job filled with under 25-year-olds. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. All right. Let's see. Let's let's, uh, let's, let's look, look at this a little positively now. Go I'm going to read a, a 50 from CNN. They only got one 100. Okay, you I do know. That. Oh, and then I'll read this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the 50, it says, in a grand science fiction tradition, Don't Look Up uses a disaster movie framework as a metaphor for a reality-based crisis. Yet, with a huge comet, comet hurtling toward Earth as a surrogate for indifference to addressing climate change. Yes, this star-studded, extremely provocative satire at times veers off course itself partially undermining its admirable qualities with the broadness of its tone lisa didn't say that you were going to turn to fracking after this movie yeah at least it didn't say that you know what we just need to make um being eco-friendly more profitable for for the rich for the rich people so that they'll actually help you don't think that maybe they've thought about that already (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> i know they have i know i know it's just it's just unfortunate um okay here we've got uh the, the only 100 here on this list uh the san francisco chronicle gave it a 100 don't look up might be the funniest movie of 2021 it's the most depressing too and that odd combination makes a one-of-a-kind experience Writer-director Adam McKay gives you over two hours of laughs while convincing you that the world is coming to an end. There you go. Thanks, Mick LaSalle. 
There you go. <sighs> glad we talked about this. Um, I'm glad I watched it. I'm very glad. Like, I, I walked away from that being like, okay. Like, I was very reluctant to watch it. And I was very happy I did. What do you think its Oscar prospects are? I, I personally think that it will get a best editing nod, if not a win for that. Because the editing is very good. Yeah, probably editing. Um, maybe uh, the Kate Kate Blanchett was almost unrecognizable, almost <laughs> at like at like some at like some angles, her her face looked so different. Uh-huh. Um, but no, probably not makeup or anything. Um, maybe I mean it'll maybe get nominated for like original screenplay right yeah that's that sounds about right that sounds great yeah definitely um maybe adam mckay will get will get director nomination Mm -hmm. yeah um maybe best picture nomination i think i'm thinking about this very critically right now um yeah i mean maybe best picture um probably best picture because adam mckay normally does so um uh, but yeah, so pro- pro- probably those. Probably yeah, those. that sounds that sounds about right because we still have to talk about a lot of the other movies that are nom- that are going to be nominated for Oscars, um, and we are working on it. So this was definitely one of them. Um, I don't know about I don't know about Leo for for best actor or anything um, or any. Who do you think? Yeah, for I I I wouldn't say no. I think that yeah, that's just true. the 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 group that we have currently is not. It's just, to me, like, this movie would fit right in there with, with quite a few nominations uh, for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. have a lot of more movies to watch and talk about before the Oscars get nominated uh, at the end of February. So we are just going to keep on trucking, everybody. <laughs> yes, we will definitely be focusing more on on oscar especially once the nominations come out i mean i'm kind of dragging my feet here kind of going to see movies until i know kind of what i have to see <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of how i'm treating it mm-hmm. um but um but yeah but that's mostly kind of what we'll be focusing on for the next uh, couple of months while we while we wait for those one one for the oscar nominations to release and then for the oscars to start obviously um but yeah, yeah. But I guess that any lasting comments on don't look up? Um, be sure to look up, everybody. P- please, please just look up. <laughs> please just look up. <laughs> For the love of goodness, just look up. Um, <laughs> that's our episode. If you enjoy that, please rate and review our show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music and Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release please follow our social media we have twitter at by the popcorn instagram at all by the popcorn podcast facebook just search all by the popcorn podcast and like our page um if you want to email us say hello you can email us at all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com uh, we also have a youtube channel we film some of our episodes so you can check those out on youtube just search all by the popcorn podcast and subscribe to that and uh, we also have a tiktok uh just search all by the popcorn podcast and look for our logo and please check out our merch Uh, We'd really appreciate it. Uh, But thank you so much for listening and we'll chat with you in the next one. 
Goodbye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.